Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Say, I have joy in abundance. I have joy in an overflowing measure. Say, the grace and the power of God enables me to live a joyful life. Glory to God. Come on, clap your hands and celebrate Jesus with a big hand. Glory to God. Please take your seat in God's presence. Amen. Sorry about the video. That, I mean, eventually couldn't play, but how many of us were blessed by that word? How many of us remembered that word in the course of the week? It came to you. You had reasons not to be joyful. Anybody in the house? Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. All right, can we have everybody on the side? Just come to this side and then just the media people. Yeah. Praise God. It's worthy of our praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just wave your hands to Jesus and just worship him this morning and just give him praise and say, Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise this morning. We've come to the throne of grace this morning. Enlighten our darkness. Speak to us in the way only you can. In the name of Jesus. Touch us like you've never done before in the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, we ask in the name of Jesus that you will take preeminence of this service. Let your name be glorified. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Can you pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes? Oh, we give you praise, oh God. Oh, Oh, candela nana makia la bahaya. Menenene mekia da basu frende legedegede. Mele brekende suprende legede brakosha da bahaya. You have one more minute to pray in the Holy Ghost this morning and just build up yourself on your most holy faith. Mandolo kosu frende legede bahaya. Lika da gadoko doko 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 sikala bahaya. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo, glory to God at anointing here this morning. Your presence is heaven. To me, yes, Lord, your presence is heaven to me. Nothing like your presence, nothing like your presence. Oh, your presence is me. Oh, 
Satisfaction more than its presence. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's not, no matter the amount of money that you have, without God's presence, your life is void and empty without His presence. Just wave your hands and say, Lord, I love your presence. Lord, I love your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let the church say a loud amen. Can your amen be the loudest this morning? Amen. amen. Glory to God. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Tell us say, neighbor. Good to have you in church. Acts 10, 38. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, for the Lord was with him. Can we read that together? One, two, ready, go. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil for God. Lord, we ask that you bless your word this morning. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Just for your bonus this morning, right? You didn't say how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because sometimes a lot of people misquote the scripture. And he said, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It says, how God anointed Jesus is the anointing that made him Christ. So the word anointing is the, is the word Christos. It talks about the power of God. Glory to God. So it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. So the way you came from where you came from is the way Jesus came out of Nazareth. 
So how God anointed Oluwa Sheon or Shigbeson of Irunwo Ijebu. <laughs> the name of my town is not in the map. I'm not sure it is. Irunwo. Somewhere before Ijebu day. And my wife's zone is worst. It says Ijebu Igbo. <laughs> it's Igbo for me. <laughs> It's bush. Amen. You came from the bush, baby. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Praise God. Our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. So it's the anointing that made him Christ. So Jesus was just a natural man like you. Just like you read the Bible in James 5, verse 16, was talking about Elijah, how that Elijah was a man subject to like passion, just like we are. And he prayed earnestly that there should be no rain. And there was no rain for the space of three and a half years. And he prayed again that there should be rain. And there was rain. So Elijah was just a natural man like you. Jesus was, even though he was divinity, it was humanity at the same time. That's why the Bible says it was tempted in all areas, yet it was without sin. So Jesus had people who were tripping for him. Jesus had financial challenges. He wasn't married, so I'm not sure he had any marital issues. Because he wasn't married. And there are people here who have come up with different ideas that Jesus was not married so they're not going to get married I wish you the best the Lord would help you in Jesus name if you read the Bible you will see that there is a gift of Enoch it's a gift those that I see in grace made I doubt if you have the gift I doubt it even now the, the, the bishops the bishops, they have children. Loki. The fathers, they have children. Are you in church this morning? Because this thing cannot be kept in the body forever. Do you understand? That's just by the way. Amen. So how did we get there? So how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and the goodness was likened to healing people he went about doing good healing so healing is a good thing he went about doing good. so if I say that um, this person did this and this is how he did it so if he says he went about doing good and says healing. So what he was trying to say to us is that the way he demonstrated the goodness is by healing. Are you in church this morning? So he went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. Now one thing you need to understand from this portion of scripture is that sickness emanated from the devil. So he says, he went about doing good, 
healing all those, I'm going to say a few things this morning, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. First of all, sickness is an oppression. He went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed. So, when you're sick, it's a form of oppression from the devil. And that's why you cannot get to a place or a point in your life where you personalize sickness. And you say, this my headache has come again. This my body pain has come again. I have, I have, some people even, you know, I, 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 I usually have this headache around, you know, the end of the month. You know, you, you're familiar with an oppression. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, with power. He went about doing good, healing all those who were oppressed. The second thing is that sickness is not just an oppression is an oppression from the devil. So anytime you're sick, anytime you have any pain in your body, know that the devil is at work in your life. Do you know that there are people that they just say things like, oh, and it was just headache. He was just saying that he had headache. And before you knew it, the guy was gone. How many of us have heard things like that before? Oh, he, was, he, just commit, he just had malaria. I've lost people close to my heart. I have a cousin. We grew up together. Banji, may so rest in peace. We're in school together. We, we lived together for, for, for about eight years on campus. He died a few years ago, about five years ago or so, or four years ago, with, 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 a, with, a, with children, with a wife. And he started with a sickness. That's why the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Give no place to the devil. So sickness is an oppression from the devil. In other words, the devil has something to do with any kind of oppression you're experiencing in your life. Where sickness is concerned. When you have a headache, when you have a, when you have a headache, when you have a malaria, and let me, let me tell you the climax of every sickness is to kill you. Because the devil has a threefold ministry. John 10, 10, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I know people who were doing well financially one sickness came and then everything they have saved up all their lives went down the drain. How many of us have, do you know what I'm talking about? In fact I have a friend whose mom was sick and that's why my wife and I we pray a lot for our, for our parents because whatever affects them affects you. We pray for our parents all the time that God and I don't know how else to explain Agbano. Agbano is just the vara or Agbano. <laughs> Things happen and then 
all your life savings is, is gone because of sickness. So Satan is the author of sickness. Satan is the author of sickness. And the good news is that healing is God's will for us. Can somebody say amen to that? He says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So the soul prosperity is another dimension I don't want to go into right now. So God says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. So God says, I wish, in fact, the most important thing in the heart of God is your, first of all, your financial prosperity. But that's not the focus this morning. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper, financial prosperity, and be in good health. Your health is important to God. What a God. Who cares about your well-being, your welfare? It's important to God that your in divine health means a lot to God. Wow. I want to say wow. Exodus 15, 26. I mean, this morning, I was, yesterday, you know, I was just blessed. Not because I wanted to preach. I was just blessed reading Kenneth Hagin. The Bible study calls on healing. I was just so blessed reading it. It's amazing. Glory to God. It says, if you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases which I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I will not bring any of the diseases which I brought on the Egyptians. In the Old Testament, diseases are consequences for sin. Diseases are, in fact, if you read the Bible, you will see that when children of, when Egyptians, when they were trying to mess up with the children of Israel, God at different times will send them different diseases. I saw things like painful boys. I saw it in the Bible. So boys sometimes is from the devil. Have you seen some boys? Have you had some boys, some demonic boys in your life? Some, they, 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 they catch you at strategic places. <laughs> One day I saw a guy. I saw a guy like this. I was just like this. I thought he was proud. He said, "Oh God, how boy!" I said, "Wow." God punish sickness. I said, "God punish sickness." Glory to God. Are you in church this morning? Exodus twenty three twenty five. Exodus 23-25 Diseases and sickness was a consequence of, of sin in Bible days. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take sickness away from you. Deuteronomy 7 13-15 Deuteronomy 7 13-15 
So he will love you and bless you and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your womb, the crops of your land, your grain, new wine, and all the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks and the land that you swore to your forefathers to give you. Verse says you will be blessed more than any other people. None of your men or women will be childless or any of your livestock without young. It says you will not cast your young. Somebody here, you are pregnant. You will not cast your young. I hope I'm not pointing at my wife. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt. But he will inflict them on all who ate you. All your enemies from today, sickness. Sickness. Don't you say amen? Even though we can balance that. Right? Yes, you pray for those that hate you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. So by so doing, you will heap coals of fire on their head. Glory to God. Psalm 103 verse 5. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. And all the sweet name, bless his holy name. Who satisfies your desire with good things. Verse 2. Who forgiveth all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. So you see a connection between disease and sin in the Old Testament. Do you hear what I'm saying? In the Old <laughs> So you don't think that when you're sick is God trying to afflict you. No. In the New Testament, there's nothing like that. Somebody say, glory to God. This one I want to share very briefly on two major streams of healing. Two major streams of healing. So how can you receive your healing? There are two major streams. The first stream of healing is the stream of the word of God. The stream of the word of God. The stream of the word of God is deployed when you use your faith and act on the word of God. Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24, Isaiah 53 from verse 4 to 5. You see there where he was talking about himself took our infirmities, bare sicknesses, the chastisements that brought us peace was upon him by his stripes. We... So several years ago, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus, when they hung him high, stretched him wide on the cross of Calvary, he took our sicknesses glory to God. So if Jesus has taken your sickness, you have no business with that sickness anymore because Jesus took it away on the cross. When they hung him on the cross, they took away, glory to God, he took away all your sins, all your diseases, so you have no business being sick. As a child of God, says by his stripes, you were healed. You will not be healed. You were already healed. So the stream of the word now begins to appropriate and begins to to, um, to superimpose your healing 
into your life. And this you do by the word. When you stand on God's word, you can receive your healing. You know why? Because the word always works. Say the word always works. Glory to God. You stand on God's word in faith. You have your healing. Glory to God. That's why I know I cannot be sick again the rest of my life. Because I have an understanding that by his stripes, I'm not going to be healed. I was healed several years ago in Christ. Glory to God. I cannot be sick. Glory to God. Sometimes, all you need to do is just to appropriate your healing by faith. And that's why when you're sick, the first thing that, that should come to your mind is not just medication. As a child of God, that's the advantage that you have. Because you have access to what the natural people don't have access to. You must think of other medication, such as Christ Miron, Holy Ghost Queen, Jesus Messine, Jesus Miron, Jesus Tonic. You must learn to activate your healing. And begin to declare the word of God. It says, by his stripes I'm healed. Glory to God. I have the life of God in me. So here is in me. I carry the power of God. I cannot be sick. I'm strong in the Lord. And the power of his mind. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm healed. Glory to God. And you begin to lay hold on God's word. Glory to God. Your child is sick. You lay your hand on that child and say, I am healed. Child, you are healed. I tell my children, my wife can be a witness, say I'm healed. Say I'm healed, I'm healed, daddy. No, say I'm healed in Jesus' name. Say I'm healed in Jesus' name. I teach them. The, the five-year-old and, what's the, is it chicken? And eight. Say I'm healed. Say I'm healed. So I pray for him, you're healed. After that, we cannot go to the hospital, right? If symptoms persist. And that's where wisdom comes in. Because there are people who have no business dying. And they have died for lack of wisdom. For lack of wisdom. I'm sure you heard the story of the woman that, I mean, that it was said that, you know, abuse and all that. And this morning I put something in my story. I said that, see, marriage was designed to be endured. To be enjoyed, sorry, and not endured. If you are facing violence, whether emotional violence or physical violence, abuse in your marriage, and you want to, you, you will die here. You are going to literally die there. Because wisdom should tell you that even if you don't want to, you know, have a divorce, you can separate and get counselors and mentors. And that's why we tell ladies or even guys, don't have a people, don't marry people that nobody can talk to. There are some people, I mean, you know, because of, you know, what we do, we, we've had the privilege of interacting with people. When I was in, in the Badon, does this amazing couple that they've been trusting God for 
for children. And then the wife got pregnant. And then they lost the child. Let me just repair your mind. They lost the child. But why did they lose the child? Because the husband insisted that she must give birth naturally. He said the Bible says that the, that, that the children of Israel, that, they, that before they get there, they had given birth. And people have, they had no business. Some things have no business happening to some people. But wisdom is lacking. It's lacking. It happened to somebody very close to me. I got there. They said the wife has been in labor for, for my wife several hours. So I got there. I said, so what's happening here? In fact, when I got to the hospital, I saw that this it was a clinic. You know, there are two different things. Clinic and hospital. There's, a mater- there's what's called maternity home. That's why if you want to impregnate somebody. No, you can impregnate people. As many as you want. But make sure that you are able to respond. So, so I got there. I said, what's happening here? He said, I've been in labor for hours. How many hours? Maybe nine or ten hours or something. I said, what? Sorry? Twelve hours. Labor for twelve hours. I said, What? I, my, my car that I drove at the time that my, I said, let's, I bundle them. Ah, I bundle them into the car. We are leaving this place now. We are going to have, it's a serious section. And we got to that place and they had the baby, the baby is still alive today. Well, the glory of God, but wisdom could have aborted that baby. In fact, before we got to the hospital, the baby was dead. Inside the womb. So the baby came out dead. Ah, so we're told that we're praying outside, praying in tongues. The doctor said that, that this is a miracle. The baby, he said it was a 50-50 chance. That if they, I don't know what he said they were going to do. He said if they, he's explaining somehow that if the baby can maybe, maybe call for something, the baby would come as like, but if the baby doesn't, that. So it was a 50-50. Thank God we'll be coughed. So, so there are things that wisdom should tell you. Just simple wisdom. You can stay on the word of God. To receive your healing. But you also need to understand that faith is built. Faith is built over a period of time. So you must know the level that your faith is. Before you insist that the faith must produce results. Glory to God. So the stream of the word of God. The word works all the time. If you feel any symptom of sickness in your body, you can say, Lord, I declare I am healed. According to your word, I am healed. Glory to God. 
Say glory to God. The next one is the stream of the anointing. The stream of the anointing. This stream is deployed when there is a tangible power of the Holy Spirit at work to heal. There's a manifestation of the Spirit to heal. There's a tangible power available to heal. Like we have here this morning. Luke 5, 17 says, when Jesus began to teach the Pharisees and the Sadducees, Luke 5, 17, the Bible says, the power of God was present to heal. When you begin to teach about the healing power of God, that healing power shows up. So like I know, like I know my name this morning, the healing power of God is here. And right now, as I'm speaking to you, some of you are getting healed already. You know, one of the greatest sickness, I believe, are sicknesses that you don't even know they exist in your body. Sickness that have not been diagnosed. That, that you don't even know. Every sickness you came in here, diagnosed, not diagnosed, you will be healed. By the power of God, in the name of Jesus so when Jesus was unheard, he used different men methods to minister the healing power of God. But the most that he employed was the laying on of hands. So you lay hands. You transfer, glory to God, the power of God. You transfer the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that was what happened in Mark chapter 5. When the woman with the issue of blood said, If I may but touch the hem of his garments, I shall be made whole. So Jesus, when the woman touched him, realized even though many were thronging him, there were hundreds or even thousands of people trying to get his attention, trying to throng him and all that. There was, there was a crowd in that place. But Jesus knew that there was a different kind of touch. And he said, I, 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 I sense that virtue has left me. The word virtue there is the word power. So power has left me. There's a tangible healing power of God. That is available when you begin to talk about the healing power of God. And it's here right now. It's here to in fact, this healing power can heal emotional sicknesses. There are people here who are dealing from hurts, from maybe their parents, offenses, even in the church, at their workplace. I mean, there was time I was preaching many years ago on campus, many years ago on campus. That should be like 15 years ago. I, I just become a pastor then. And I was talking about the power of God, the healing power of God. And after the service, I remember I think I was in 100 level or 200 level at that time. So the, the, the lady came and said, Pastor, he said, my dad and I, we've not spoken for, I think said, she said 10 years. He said, I've, I've, I've been hurting because he left my mom when I was a child and all that. And, I, and, and she said she had told herself that nothing in this world 
was going to make her to forgive her dad. She said, but while you were just praying, like I, I was just teaching like this, and I was just, you know, prophesying, she said she didn't, that a power, she said something, that something came on her. And then all the hurts of years was taken away without her having the memory of it again. That's the power of God. Yeah. That's the healing power of God. That's the healing power of God. There's nothing here to heal right now. The power of God is present to heal and deliver. And as we partake of the communion, you have double dose. Glory to God. God is a healer. God is a healer. There are some of you here, I sense in my heart, suffering from, from emotional hurts. You, you can't even explain it. You have a bad experience with people and it's just difficult to let go. Is there not a bomb in Gilead? There's a bomb here that will take care of those wounds. He says that in his presence, the beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise. There is such a thing as the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness would not allow you to concentrate on your life. In your business. You, are just, you just realize that you are not productive. Are you in church this morning? But every sickness. Emotional. Physical. By the power of the Holy Spirit at work here. Every sickness is taken out in the name of Jesus. Every disease. In fact, there are people here who have sick loved ones. I pray in the name of Jesus because there's no distance in the realm of the spirit. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, the healing power of God visits your parents where they are right now. Stand to your feet this morning. Begin to worship the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Shewu Oshibeson podcast, like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Shewu on Instagram at Shewu Oshibeson or at Grace Made NG.